Welcome back to the Vacation Rental Micro School podcast. And this season is brought to you by our friends at Breezeway. And if you haven't heard me talk about Breezeway in previous episodes, then you need to go back and listen because Breezeway is the number one software to help all property managers and hosts of any sizes with any team size as well to make sure that they are managing their turnovers with ease and automation at hand. Not only does Breezeway have the best-in-class software, but they have the best-in-class field app for anyone from housekeepers to maintenance and all the above. You can handle turnover automation, inspection tasks, and any unexpected field work that might come up as we talk about in this show. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes, get our special offer from Breezeway to all of our listeners, and now let's get back to the episode. So day two, we're here to talk about how do I know or how do I target the ideal guests for my property? And this is going to be an interesting one because you can look at it a couple of ways, I think. A single home or a single property mindset or as a brand. And I know you are big on branding. So I'm kind of curious to hear maybe both kind of a single property to then becoming a brand and what that looks like from the way you target or the way you want your ideal guest? Well, every, you know, every property is going to have an ideal guest, you know, so, so if, if you've got, I mean, we had 180, 180 properties and they were spread across Ontario and some properties were suitable for some guests and some properties were going to attract other guests. So we, we did have different avatars and we, we mentioned, you no, know, not liking the word avatar. I, I actually like mm. the word persona a little bit better. Um, and just briefly, you know, what is a persona? It's, it, it's a sort of br- description of the ideal person that, that you want to buy your product. And to actually identify that person, it does take some work. You have to decide very in, in, in a lot of detail what that person's going to be, you know, what age they are, you know, how much income do they have? Are they family? Are they, um, are they of a certain age? You know, yesterday we talked about ladies from Ohio in their fifties. Now that is really niching down to a, a persona. So that is what a persona is. I'm going to give you another example. Now I talked about Maria LaBarbera Lamb yesterday, and today I'm talking about myself and a property that we had that I purchased personally back in 2012 i think and it was a small lakefront a small riverfront property and at that time it was it was very competitive at that time as as it is again now and i'd bought riverfront and everybody said you can't rent river you've got to buy on a lake and i, I actually like rivers so we bought this beautiful little house and so how who was i going to attract well, the one thing about this property, it had a beautiful dock on the river and there were lots of fish around the dock. There were reeds and I'd seen an inquiry from somebody for one of our other properties in our property management company. And this inquiry was from a dad. And he said, you know, I really want to find somewhere where I can teach my son to fish. And that became the core of my persona for this house. And I thought, okay, I'm going to target families with kids, and this is where it gets detailed, families with kids who are aged between 7 and 12 or 7 and 13, 
and they are probably coming to this type of vacation for the very first time. And we did everything to target this group. So we put together packages that included, they included worms. We had worms in the fridge when they arrived. <laughs> and, and we provided fishing equipment. And we were able to say to these families, hey, you know, I, I noticed that you've got, you know, when you made an inquiry, you've got, uh, you've got children of this age. This is a great property for you because if they've never, never fished before, they are going to catch fish in this location. And we'll make it easy for you and we'll provide the fishing equipment, we'll even provide the worms. So once again, niching, niching down to a very specific type of guest or audience. So knowing this allows you to write the listing because you're targeting that person in that listing. It allows you to communicate with the guests when they make that first inquiry because you've attracted them and you know how to speak to them. And you know that, that was one example. This, let, let's look at an urban example. You're, you've, you've got a property in the middle of, of a city and there are attractions nearby and you're targeting the type of people that come to those attractions. And exactly the same, you know, your headline will, would be something like townhouse near XXX theatre, whatever theatre it is. Condo near such and such a hospital. If you're targeting people that come in to, uh, to go and have medical procedures, you know, there's different people in different places. You've just got to know who those people are. I get quite excited. You can tell I get quite excited about this because this actually works. This really, really works. Well, I thought you were going to take it a different direction when you were talking about yourself as the example, because I have experience, at least in the podcast world and on the vacation rental side, you know, sometimes your ideal guest is you. So, or your ideal listener, <laughs> aka in the podcast world is, is you. Like you look at, I look at my audience demographic from the Spotify wrapped or through Apple or whatever. And I can see a lot of male men or obviously men, but in the age range of 24 to 32. So I'm like, okay, well, that's my demographic. I'm definitely in that group. It shows me what they listen to on music. And I'm like, oh, I listen to a lot of those artists or whatever. And, you know, all this information. And sometimes I thought you were going to target, say, hey, I bought this property because I liked it. And who would, if I like it, then there's got to be other people that would like it and I would target me. But in, in the other sense, you went the other direction of, you know, let's target really niche, a, a, a family group with specific kid age ranges and, I love the worms. So the worms part is probably my favorite. How did your housekeepers, anyone in your staff dislike that part of the job when it comes to like dealing with a can of worms and so to speak, or was that actually kind of fun? They didn't have to open it. They knew that the, the, you know, the, <laughs> that, that little white, white, white box in the, in the refrigerator, it said worms on the top of it, you know, We'd provide it. They just put it in the fridge, and and we it, we did have a separate fridge. <laughs> it wasn't in the main fridge, so uh, so yeah, no, that 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 wasn't an issue. But that you know, it was just part of the knowing the persona, knowing what they want. But I do understand what you're saying about, and and I think a lot of people do um, model their property on themselves, what they want. But it's you need to be careful of that because. 
the vast target market that you're looking at may not be the same as you. But having said that, you know what? Catherine Ratcliffe, who she was one of the Destination Award winners, she modeled her places exactly on what her family would like, you know, what they enjoyed in going on vacation. And she's got three, three properties and they're all modeled on what they wanted in a vacation and they work extremely successfully. So yeah, you can do one thing or the other, you can do both and you don't have to limit yourself to one specific persona. You can have two or three. We had different ones for different times of the year. So in the winter, we had an active couple that wanted to come and have some peace and quiet and do some snowshoeing and sit in the hot tub at night under the stars. So we marketed all those things to them. I love that. And kind of going into it a little bit more, when you are setting this up, you have this ideal persona in your head. You know how you want to get them. So you, I would say, physically write this out on the listing. So you specifically mentioned great fishing or great star viewing in the hot tub at night or whatever these specific things that you're trying to target people for. Is there a way to do it without making it look salesy or like an ad? Because a lot of people it, I see when they, you know, they write these out, it sounds like, you know, a copywriter from Hollywood wrote something up and, and is, is trying to get you to, to sell, which is obviously the point. But is there a better way to do it? We always took the approach and we wrote a lot of listings. And, and it was the approach of actually sitting down and speaking to that target person. If you had that person in front of you, how would you, how would you tell them about your property? And, and that's the way we did it. It's, you know, copywriting listings is, is tough. And I, and I, and I know where you're coming from with that sort of salesy thing. And, and some of them do sound like they've, they, they've, they've come from somebody else and not somebody who knows the place. So we try to make them very conversational, but also to touch on because you've got to do a number of things, you've got to touch on all the key points and you've also got to get some keywords in there as well. And it, it's, it's a fine balance. I, I always say about, about listings, if you find it hard to do, then do talk to a, a copywriter, but a specific vacation rental copywriter. And there's a number of excellent ones out there that you can connect with. But I, you know, just to say, hey, you know, here's my three bedroom, two bathroom property with a well-equipped kitchen. That's that's not telling your persona how they're going to experience your place. We used to do it, and I often used I've used hypnotic language. I was a hypnotist in the past, and so I, I still use hypnotic language in in many. You're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, I'm blown away. So I'm caught by surprise on the hypnotist <laughs> side. I'm like, man, in this, in this episode, if I stare at the screen too long, it's Heather going to put me into a trance. Now that's what I've, I got going I, through I my can, head. Yeah, I can make you cluck like a chicken, but I won't, Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. But We're yes, going to have to do that. Using... That's going to have to be like a bonus episode in like this whole week. I'm going to have to do it. I think we'll just have to do it. But using the language that, uh, that gets them to really think about where they're going and using words like imagine. Imagine you are, you know, imagine a sunny afternoon on the dock with, with, with your son and he catches his first fish. That's what I would say to somebody if I was face to face. 
you know, we can bring you this experience. I love that. That's the best way to close out the second day. I think, you know, in the first week of this whole series, we talk about the heart of hosting and the sense of not just being an Airbnb host, but really hosting people, being a host. What does that mean? Kind of bring it back to like the Ritz Carlton, you know, side of things. You are taking care of guests on a deeper level. And I, I think that translates perfectly into the listing and the property and the type of persona you're trying to to re- engage with. So I love that. Tomorrow, we're going to jump into the order of operations. So this is what I'm sure a lot of the listeners are excited about because what are the basics in the home? How do you set this up? How do you make sure this is actually making sense for your housekeepers and for your maintenance staff and all the above? So I'll see you tomorrow. Get some rest and we'll talk soon.